0: How's it going good how are you good a hornet sting i know hornet. one of your
1: arms is three times the size of the other one yeah you look like half of popeye i
0: haven't dealt with this in a long time in my life i feel like hornet
1: stings were super popular in, in <laughs> the, the 90s and they, they like went away for a while super retro it's
0: like you're you i feel like you have a um a lens a
1: restricted interest in the 90s
0: yeah the last time i got stung was in the 90s
1: Set the scene what were you doing
0: in the 90s yeah was that summer camp?
1: Camp Hornet Nest.
0: Was that my beekeeping camp? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Clearly bad at it if you were keeping hornets.
0: That was the first failure of the camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, so I felt something under the table and a picnic bench.
1: It was Bobby's hand?
0: No, it was a hornet, and mm. I got the stinger in my hand. Oh. Which now that you're seeing how much my arm swelled up, you can imagine how awful that was. Oh my God, did you put a white time? glove
1: on it like Mickey Mouse? <laughs> Maybe that's what was wrong with his hands. Yeah. Hornet stings.
0: Maybe. I'm yes ending.
1: You're doing such a better job. (laughs) of it. Thank
0: you. I wasn't even doing anything. You're just
1: standing there. I
0: was walking upstairs.
1: They profiled you.
0: I know. It just flew right into me. But first.
1: They're even more cruel than other stinging animals because they can sting multiple times.
0: It hurt really bad too. Yeah. It was very strange. I
1: was stung by a hornet three weeks ago golfing.
0: How do I know it was a hornet though?
1: Um, did you ask? What did it look like?
0: I didn't see it.
1: Oh, maybe you didn't get stung by a hornet at all.
0: Well, what what else could sting you like this? Barbed wire? I'm pretty sure it wasn't barbed wire.
1: Okay. We should house this. We'll write on the whiteboard all of your symptoms. Lupus? And, lupus could have stung you.
0: Lyme disease.
1: George lupus. Um, Sarcoidosis. Sarcoidosis.
0: Sarcoidosis.
1: Skin, Skin tags. <laughs> um, hunting Chemicals nuns. under the sink. Uh, rotten tooth. Blood poisoning. And too much Tic Tacs. <laughs> Cross that off the list. oh.
0: Well, Sounds like it's a hornet sting. Yeah. But I did take some antihistamine today, and wow, that stuff knocked me out. Man. Well, not only are we recording on a Sunday evening, which we said we this weren't p- going to do, problematic. I'm also super tired and nursing a hornet sting. So this is going to be a good <laughs> oh, one. I can good. already tell. I hear
1: people pressing unsubscribe.
0: Oh, what does that sound like? <laughs> so
1: welcome well, to
0: Revsite. To Revsite, the mini psych sodes comedy psych sodes
1: com sodes
0: i hope we hope you guys liked the first one last week i liked we it. enjoyed it king george the third
1: i might have it come out a little bit later in the week
0: it came out on friday
1: i know i might push it a day or two
0: i really enjoyed it on friday I'm i just heard a couple say. people
1: saying that they were surprised to get another one so quickly
0: well okay
1: we'll figure it out yeah we'll i mean
0: they're it. probably surprised because it was the first time
1: yeah i mean because there's no warning to it
0: tune in fridays or saturdays
1: some Sundays,
0: maybe Sunday morning yeah. or afternoon. Yeah. I don't know, and get and Sometime. get a fix.
1: Before you know it, you've listened to it. <sighs> what are we talking about today? <laughs> yeah, I waited till you took a big sip of water.
0: Yeah. Ooh, the ice just.
1: What's our brief topic? Our
0: brief topic is Ivan Pavlov. Ooh. So we're gonna. Tra- that
1: rings a tone.
0: <laughs> Shut up.
1: What about Pavlov?
0: So many things. One. One. What do I always say about Pavlov? Russian. I've never said that to you about Pavlov.
1: you never told me he was Russian?
0: No, I don't think I've ever... I mean, he is Russian.
1: Okay, you just told me then.
0: Okay, what do I always say besides that? It wasn't
1: a bell, it was a tone. Yes,
0: exactly. Okay. That's one of my favorite things to tell say people. in general? Yeah.
1: When you introduce yourself to people, you do say that a lot.
0: I'm Dr. Diana.
1: And it was a tone, not a bell.
0: And who are you? I'm Dr. Mike. And it was a tone, not a bell. It was Good. actually a lot of things. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it was not a bell. There were tones. There were shocks. There were like all kinds of different stimuli, but it was never a bell. And I don't know why we got that in our heads.
1: I don't know. So. All right. Tune in next week <laughs> when we find out.
0: So Pavlov, he was born in 1849, died okay. in 1936. That's a pretty long life, actually. 49
1: to 36? Mm-hmm. So he's almost 100.
0: Minus 13. 12. 13. 14. 14. 13. 13. Yep. This is our mini about math.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's when I'm going to start referring to people's ages as the closest tens and then I'll subtract back from it.
0: Right, He was born in I'm not gonna say this right, Rya
1: Russia.
0: Raya. <laughs> Ryazan Russia. Mm. Um his full name is Peter Demit. This is when we need Yakov on yeah. so he can help us pronounce these Russian names. Oh uh, we name, should
1: dm this episode to him so he can critique us
0: his name was peter Dmitrievch ch dimitriev dm no D-, D-, yep. D-, D M I T R I E V C H.
1: you, you, you mispronounced it then you misspelled
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that was his middle name and his last name was pavlov <laughs>
1: now that one his
0: dad was a russian orthodox church
1: <laughs> his dad was a church his mom was a steeple.
0: <laughs> His dad was a priest at a Russian Orthodox church, which is interesting because, like, I, I mean, the priest that I know about, you can't get married, but I guess the Russian Orthodox church is
1: Do you know why you can't get married in, in in the most Christian churches?
0: Um, You mean Catholic?
1: Like, in Catholic churches, but, like, a, a lot of other Christianity-based religions, priests can't get married.
0: Well, but I thought priests were only Catholic. I thought they were, like, preachers uh, or...
1: Maybe. Well, then, well, I'm, I'm I only know catholicism yeah So, okay. anyways do you yeah. know why priests can't get married
0: because the people that they would marry are already married to god no why
1: that's like the lie they say is this a joke no this is a real thing mm. my friend was in priest school okay the seminary and he like raised the issue a lot and they finally told him that so when you become a full-fledged priest the vatican pay you and they pay your insurance they pay all your stuff and if you have a wife and you have kids they would also have to pay for those No brats and so yeah no brats allowed and so as like a a money-saving thing they would say you like because it would be too expensive to both support priests and their families because especially with catholics every sperm is sacred and so if you're being a good priest you're just popping out babies and then the church can't support all those kids and so Hmm. they say keep it in your pants Hmm. keep it in your robes Hmm.
0: Hmm. okay so he actually suffered a serious fall at an early age and sustained some head injury. Um, That's
1: a risk factor for being a serial killer.
0: Yeah. I wanted to say something about that, but it's a mini-sode, so I'm going to keep going. So, he didn't start his formal education until age 11, and he thought he was going to follow in the steps of his father and become a priest. Actually, a lot of these things I'm going to tell you about Pavlov are from Mental Floss, and there is an article called 12 fascinating facts about Ivan Pavlov? One. Well, let me tell you first who he was. So he was a physiologist. I should know this.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because he was studying dog digestion. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I got it right. Woo! He was mostly interested in the mechanism of digestion and then just kind of happened upon the idea that you can pair two stimuli together. So a tone and the food. And then eventually through multiple pairings of that, the tone or the shock or whatever the other stimulus is would elicit the same response as the food did in dogs. So dogs and people and actually all organisms that are mammals, probably. Yeah. Cause I don't think I don't know that we know do birds elevate?
1: I've never seen a bird drool before. Yeah, me oh, I mean the Flintstones they did. <laughs> so It's a living.
0: <laughs> so birds what well, no, I'm not gonna talk about birds. Okay. So We'll we'll say that for a different episode. Yeah. Any animal that salivates starts to salivate when they have food in front of them. So they're anticipating it's the beginning of digestion and they're anticipating putting food in their mouth. We refer to that colloquially as, Oh, my mouth is watering. Yep. (laughs) Okay. He then observed Like I said, that the food in front of the dogs would produce salivation, but then through multiple pairings, the other stimuli would also elicit drooling and salivation, right? So eventually you remove the food. The dog learns that the actual other stimuli is to start to expect food to be delivered. Yes. So like our dogs, for example, when we unscrew the lid, of the treat jar, they... They go nuts. They bolt over and their mouth is just full of liquid.
1: That's one. The sound of the knife cutting is another oh, one. Oh, it they, is they because think they carrots. think
0: it's carrots. They actually can dis- differentiate the sound of, well... Carrots and celery. Carrots and, Yeah.
1: Also, the sound of popcorn popping.
0: Even the bag of popcorn.
1: Yeah. Even when...
0: That's probably second order pairing. That's, that's, that's too deep too, for a 15... 15-
1: 15-minute episode, All we're right. 10 minutes into.
0: So, right. So, he he came across this phenomenon called, uh, now what we now call as classical conditioning. So, um, so, we have him to thank for that. And it's very cool. And it helped us open an entirely new way of thinking about
1: dog digestion.
0: Stimuli and responses and, okay. and behavior in general. So, oh, he, here it is. He used not a bell, a variety of tools, such as a metronome, buzzer, whistle, light, harmonium, and electric shock.
1: What's a harmonium? I don't know. Do you think you
0: harmonicas? Use a slide whistle. It's the it's like- plural of harmonica. <laughs> it's a train whistle. So you get it. There. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, this is really cool. Actually, we call it classical conditioning now, right? But the reason that we call it that is because Pavlov discussed this notion of the conditional response. So the conditional response was the response to the other item, not the food item, right? Yes. But it was a mistranslation.
1: Oh, what did he mean to say?
0: He meant to say, That
1: is so Pavlov. For the people that don't speak perfect Russian like I do, what, what does that mean?
0: I don't know what that word means. It just says it's a mistranslation from that word. Let me Google that word. Okay. And see what comes up.
1: What if it's a curse word?
0: Psychic secretion.
1: Psychic secretion? They're my favorite band.
0: Uh, It means...
1: On the main stage, psychic secretion. Yeah.
0: Oh, this isn't that. So, uslavnyi, it was translated as conditioned reflex, but its meaning is better translated as conditional reflex. Okay. Yeah, that's boring. (laughs) It's kind of... Okay.
1: He meant for it to be pluralized, but it wasn't. <laughs>
0: okay, so he also, I said this already, he planned to be a priest. But he was moved by the, by the writings of Ivan Sechnov, who was a Russian physiologist before him. Yeah. And How he, boring was his
1: life where that's what moved? He's like,
0: oh, a well, passion. Yeah, totally. I mean, he, he was became Dog enthralled hobbies. with natural science, physics, and math. He left the seminary to enroll in P- St. Petersburg University.
1: Oh, we live near there.
0: Get this. You live near there?
1: Yeah, we did we were just in St. Petersburg oh, earlier.
0: Oh, it's the that's the N- the lesser known one in city. Russia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Pavlov's chemistry professor was Mendele Mendelev. How do you say it?
1: Nelson Mendelev?
0: No, Dmitry Mendelev. He was the f- with the, the, the guy who came studying? up with the No, he was the guy who- Oh, you're thinking of mendel yeah no no this is mendelev he was the guy who came up with a periodic table oh that's cool yeah oh he fathered the periodic table i should say who is the mother Uh, i don't know it doesn't say
1: typical Um, typical male driven science
0: there also is a really good new yorker article on pavlov and it is called drool they talk about how he was like not a good guy he well he was he was an okay guy he was just really um crotchety. he was just not a pleasant person to be around he won the Nobel prize in 1904 but it wasn't for the classical conditioning it was for physiology but he i mean his, by and large his his work that has affected us in our our understanding of behavior to this day is the classical conditioning what else what other fun facts are there about him he was so poor, he couch surfed for a few months.
1: He was on that website? It's cool. Yeah, I
0: wonder what his like rating was.
1: Yeah, do you think he was a good guest? I um, doubt it.
0: I doubt it, too.
1: He seems like an asshole.
0: Really? I mean, he looks like a gentle hey, old man. Hey,
1: Pavlov, um, we had like two bottles of vodka in the freezer, and it's totally cool if you drank both <laughs> of them last night, but can you just... Did you drink both of them last night?
0: <laughs> All right. So he also sold canine gastric juices. That he produced through his studies to give
1: dudes boners.
0: No, it was for indigestion. He sold it to cure for indigestion. More stomach
1: was... acid to cure your stomach acid.
0: That yeah, that's how he funded his labs.
1: More labs should do that.
0: It's funny in this article. It says Pavlov collected gastric juice from hung- hungry dogs that stared at a big bowl of meat all day. Jesus. People around Europe drank it daily to treat dyspepsia or indigestion.
1: And that's where we got the flavor of Pepsi.
0: He had a bad temper. He had issues with anger management. Um, His mood can change suddenly. And as an adult, he hit aggressive dogs in his lab is known for his uncontrollable outbursts of anger, which is also interesting if you think about his early childhood. Traumatic brain injury could have been an extension of that.
1: I heard that he used to do dog fighting in his lab, but it was him versus the dogs. (laughs) He would bet on himself all the time. Is that a joke? No, it's serious. No, it's a joke. It's serious. Google it.
0: Pavlov dogfighting. He spoke out against communism in the Soviet Union. It put him in a bad light in Russia. Under Lenin, he got really upset because his money from the Nobel Prize was actually taken by the communist government.
1: And redistributed?
0: Yes. Pavlov told Stalin that he was ashamed to be called a Russian. To his face? Either in his face or in letter face. How
1: many Uh, more facts do you got?
0: I'm actually... I did just want to say that he had to keep his dogs alive because...
1: <laughs> Go on.
0: No, no, no. I'm gonna call it there. No, finish that thought no, because, because that's not a place to end it. Okay, so he other animal labs, they would
1: Are they had dog aside.
0: They like a rat lab or whatever, if you if you were done with an experiment, you might just kill the rat. He tried to keep his dogs alive and use them multiple times over the course of their lives in his lab.
1: Was it because of dog scarcity? Or is it just because he didn't want to put the dogs down? I don't know. Why would you put the dogs down? It's not like they can't be reconditioned.
0: I don't know. Okay, that's it. That's all I got. Okay, love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.